previously on Q Force. Nope, that was, that's that not the name of our show. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah, that was good, but I didn't even notice. <laughs> You're like, that's it. That's the take. <laughs> I was like, oh, we can end it here. Okay, you go. Previously on, you heard it queer first. Yeah, I do think that we should um, all watch Q Force and get back. <laughs> yes, we we because are... I am very interested to see what I'm going to think of it because based off yeah. the trailer, I feel like it might have some intense hatred. Oh, really? Oh, y'all didn't watch the trailer? I just no. saw the cover art and I was like, this looks like something that I would not enjoy. Yeah, you sent a screenshot and I was yeah. like, oh, G Force? Oh no, nope. Q Force. Q Force. I thought it they're said all G-Force. gay. I think we should watch it because I'll be interested to see what we think of it because mm-hmm. okay. it's such a, like an adult-oriented cartoon okay. about openly gay characters. Mm-hmm. But right. I do have the feeling it's not going to be my cup of tea. Cut to present. Record scratch. We did Freeze watch- frame. <laughs> <laughs> we did watch Q-Force. We, we did it, y'all. You might be wondering how I got in this situation. <laughs> I That was Becca when she was watching Q-Force. So, record scratch, freeze fame. I bet you're wondering how we got here to talking about Q-Force. Well, first, you might want to know who we are. I'm Sid. I'm a non-binary lesbian, and I my pronouns are they, them. And right now, I'm watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, and I've seen one episode, and I fell asleep after in the second one. But that's not because it was bad. I was just really tired because I was out playing broomball all night. Um... So, yeah, that's what I'm watching right now. I mean, I also watched Q-Force for this show, but I, I, don't, I don't want that on my, like, Netflix, like, watch again <laughs> list. It's going to show up in, like, six months and uh, haunt Yeah, me. and I'm going to rewatch it. Uh, I'm Emma Whaley. Um, she, her. I'm bisexual. And can I know that this is so indicative of my interests and what I never stop talking about. Can curling be... A fixation, sure. Curling, yes, like the sport. Yes, like the sport She's that I do. She's on a curling club. We have a curling club. <laughs> yes, we have a curling club. I just went to Wisconsin to compete. Oh, we brought congrats. home second <laughs> and a free turkey. Oh boy, free turkey! Is it alive? <laughs> no. Why would it be alive? It's I don't a Thanksgiving, know. <laughs> frozen Thanksgiving turkey. Y'all gonna? Split I've been it? getting really into curling. I've been watching game footage, and the trials are coming up, and I've been following it. That's cool, and that's really gay. So you know what? Good for you. Is it? Yes. What? Okay. I feel like this all... is just like Q Force. Everyone's <laughs> like, that's so gay. And I'm like, a curling joke in Q Force, too. Oh and I didn't God. get it then either. <laughs> okay, well, who are you? All right. I'm Becca. Um, uh, uh, she slash her. I'm queer. <laughs> um, my hyperfixation this week is I'm finally not depressed anymore. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so um, I'm back on my One Piece grind. I'm on episode 348. The Thriller Bark arc. How many episodes? There's a thousand. Yeah, there's literally But they're a still thousand. coming out. Like, it's not going to end for another five years, probably. But I'm um. trying to... <laughs> me, and, me and Jason are having a competition to see who can catch up first. And now I'm only, like, 75 episodes behind him, so... That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's all for me this week. Cool. Nice. Yeah, so I guess we'll get right in. The, right the, force, the, the force has been cued. Um... Yeah, should we describe the show? Let's describe the show. So Q-Force is a Netflix original adult <sighs> animation. Yes. And we all have our mental summaries that Hold probably up. show a little bit of what we thought about the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's just give the Netflix one first as a more... Yeah. Well, it's not objective because it's, it's propaganda, but like... <laughs> <laughs> or I guess adver- ad- PR? Is that what I meant? Ad- I, something. I don't it's think anyone's going to subscribe uh, to so Netflix the because the summary we said is... It. 
A handsome secret agent and his team of LGBTQ plus super spies embark on extraordinary adventures. That, that's really interesting because there was no T. There yeah, was no or T. Plus, or, so, no, um, there was plus. <laughs> I'm not even sure if there was B. It was unclear. Unclear it about was the unclear. B. And they only had the Q as a default because it kind of goes with the rest of it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, so a handsome super spy, uh, I would like to say no. Um, <laughs> no. As someone who's not attracted to men, I feel qualified to say not that this really. man... He's basically gay Captain America, and his name is, in fact, Steve. Yeah. 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 But they call him Mary. They call him Mary because his last name is Merriweather, and his homophobic soldier friends were like, oh, Mary. Yeah. Um, so, as, as, <laughs> someone, as someone who is attracted to men, I still say no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, primarily attracted to men, I'm sorry. It's still a no Mary for no, me. No Mary. He has his little team of three other queers. <laughs> oh, so like what what happens is Steve he graduated top of the class. Their secret AIA whatever. Yeah, it's the CIA, agency. but it's like AIA American Intelligence Agency. But yeah. it's still the military, so it's yeah. still bad. It's still yeah. bootlickers. But mm -hmm. then, so he graduated at the top, but then he came out as gay in his acceptance ceremony. So they quickly changed it to this buck they made buck. him they made him top of the class and unfortunately he does return later so you have to remember that yeah um and then steve instead of getting some like cool department somewhere he's made ahead of a so so, he gets sent off to west hollywood the gay capital yeah, the of gay, america the gay capital of america apparently again something i did not know was a gay but no, that's, that's cool true. i watched the l word that's true okay okay yeah i just don't like california as a concept valid so yeah. but um so he gets shoved there, and then he recruits a, bun a bunch of other queer agents, and then you get a time skip 10 years forward, and they've been given no real missions ever because the because agencies... Because they're gay. Yeah, because they're gay, and the agency's homophobic. So um, at first, it's about them trying to like win the trust of the agency and like be proactive to get missions, and then they get missions, and then it's a show about and missions. And then it's a show about missions. And also yeah. the Princess Diaries somehow. And the Princess yeah. We'll get to that. So his, his uh, team is made up of... Um, De Deb, who's voiced by Wanda Sykes, who's super cool. Love her. Yes. I can't believe she got roped into this. Um, <laughs> so Deb is like a black lesbian woman who's married. Um, mechanic. She's a mechanic. The 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 the, hand, the handy woman. Yeah, she's group. a car lesbian. Souping up the Subaru. Yeah, it's great. It's not stereotypical or dumb at all. It's yeah, it's fine. beautiful. And it's it's fine because she's the only she's one of the only lesbians in the show, except when they go to a lesbian potluck at her house where yeah. all the lesbians are exactly like her. The only lesbians are like her, her wife, and then a bunch of clones of her and her wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's super cool and fun. Um, as you can tell, I'm not a fan of that. Um, and then we've got Stat. Stat. We do we stand Stat. We love yeah, Stat. Stat, I think, is the only character we can all agree on liking. Yes. Yes, we love Stat. And Stat is the only character I liked. Although it is, it is a hate crime that Stat is not non-binary. So I literally, I thought when I first started the yeah. show, I was like, oh, that's going to be the non-binary character. Yeah. Like. And then, no, it turns out she's just a cis lesbian, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Uh, unclear. A cis queer person because yeah. to, to give you the rundown stat is the hacker of the group mm -hmm. the it's heavily implied that she's like would be in prison if steve wasn't recruiting her into this i didn't read yeah i didn't i didn't there, <laughs> there's like a part where she's like i have to do everything you tell me or else i go back to prison oh um well, but she's you like can tell a, that joke really landed <laughs> with us <laughs> maybe you guys just need to listen harder i paid very i paid a lot of attention she i just didn't like it attention. yeah 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 stats stats cool stats like the grunge um gothy cool haircut yeah, yeah. drinks mountain dew nose piercing yeah vaguely oh. latina 
Um, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, yeah. That's in the notes later. Yeah, so then we get to my favorite character. This is... (laughs) His name is... This is his name. This is his name. Twink. His name is Twink. And it's so applicable. Yeah. He is a twink. He is a twink. He's like a drag queen, and his thing is like, he's a master of disguises, and so it's cool, but he's just like... He's very like, yes, slay the house down. Yes, yeah. and that is actually his only vocabulary for yeah. the entire show, which yeah. really deepened him as a character. And yeah, some great. random French Canadian accents because he is a French Canadian acrobat with yeah. jelly bone. Some lore we um. didn't know we needed. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, some good queer representation of the French Canadian variety. <laughs> Specifically with jelly bones, thank God. Yeah. And I don't know what that is, and I'm not Googling it. I mean, I am assuming I, that's that it's fake. He's just noodly. I he just limbos like that really low. His yeah. ankles have been perpendicular. Okay, so yeah, I didn't like that part. So yeah, there's this. Um, that's the squad, the Q Force. Apparently, the Q Force is like a derisive term that the AIA calls them behind their backs. And then they kind of were like, no, I really like. And then that. they um re they uh adopt it. Yeah, they like re-, re they reclaim they it. reclaim it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I guess anyone want to talk about V? Mm. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe I'll talk about V. I haven't talked about a character yet. Okay. Um, v is the highest-ranking woman in the American Intelligence Agency, um, and she never lets you live that down. She's <laughs> the ultimate girl boss. Um, ultimate girl boss. Such a girl, like the definition of girl boss. Girl boss. Uh, I think they call her that in the show a few times, which kind of yeah. ruins it for me. I'm like, don't use my yeah. words. Like. Uh, <laughs> It's just, it's a show with a lot of millennial humor, which is fine, mm-hmm. but I, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. But they, um, so V is just kind of like the voice of, she roots for the squad, I guess. I mean, yeah. she didn't do anything for them for 10 years. And she's, <laughs> yeah. like, she's like, oh, I've been busy being a woman. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my bad. Um, and then she's like, I love the gays. And you're like, oh, good allyship. And then, um, that yeah. V impression is really spot on. Thank you. Voice wise, yeah. that's almost exactly what she sounds like. <laughs> Um, it's and as if adult cartoons don't have talented voice actors. Well, they had Wanda. Yeah, they did have Wanda. <laughs> they had Wanda Sykes, and that's where all the budget went. Or did you just call me they had, untalented? Uh, they had David... <laughs> Let's fixate on that part. They had David um, Har- Harbin. Yeah, the, the from, guy from, from Stranger, Stranger Things. He, he played the straight... He yeah, he's buff. the straight, he's buff. He's I thought they were all straight. I haven't seen the Stranger Things. No, he no. plays the straight in Q-Force. Oh, yeah. Buck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk much about Buck other than he's the straight. And we he's saw his dumb. penis a lot. We, we saw, saw his dick. a lot of people. It was penis out in like lot. the f- mostly Bucks, though. It was in yeah, like at least four true. episodes. And I was like, man, I cannot describe how much I don't want to see Buck's penis right now. I guess Buck is, yeah, Buck's the straight. And they, so they sort of, they have this thing where they like capture a terrorist in a gay bar. Yeah, there's like a guy trying to hand off information about like stealing uranium. Yeah, the show focuses on, like, uranium theft. Like, nukes. That's the and main And then plot. mind control later. Yeah, it's all, like, <laughs> the same one mission for most of the show, basically. Just different facets of it, I yeah. guess. Um, uh, so, do we first want to jump into... Um, we can do, like, three sections. We can... Or maybe just one, two sections. What we liked about the show and then what we thought about its representation. And then what we didn't like about the show, except for me, that kind of all goes back to the representation thing, so. Also, yeah, I do want to say that, like, um... I, I laughed twice, so I, I didn't laughed, hate it. I laughed a lot. I laughed a few times, um, and I do want to say that, like, I am very... Even though... So this is, um, this is produced by... The showrunners are a, um, gay, cis, 
white man and a straight cis white man. Um, and some of the writers were queer. A lot of them were um, cis uh, gay guys. Um, but I do want to say, like, while we are critiquing the show and we may critique its representation, um, I just want to make it clear that, like, that's not okay. If you're a straight person and you watch this show, you don't get to make fun of it. Yeah, you don't really have a soapbox to stand on. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you... I I built this soapbox, yes. and I will stand on mine. But I also do want to say that, like, I'm not talented at much, especially show writing, so I'm not going to claim I could have done any of this better. It's not yeah. necessarily... Oh, I definitely could have. Okay, well, okay. for me, it's not like, it's not like a, I'm not necessarily critiquing the people involved or their intentions, but I'm going to critique the product that it put out because mm-hmm. I yeah. don't agree with it. So, but I yeah. mean, like, is, uh... If, like, there's straight people watching this, which I'm assuming that there have to be some. Um, this felt like it was targeted for straight people. Yeah, so I agree. I felt like this was something but, meant like, for straight people to laugh at and then feel like they're being an ally. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. We can talk about that like, and what we didn't like about the show. But, yeah. yeah, just putting it out there, we will be critiquing it, but, like, this doesn't mean that you're allowed to hate on gay people or, like, hate the characters. Um, yeah, or like, or hate the stereotypes, or like, yeah. I, I hate the usage yes. of them. But they're I not... think I think we can do it because they're about and targeted at us. Yeah, yeah. like especially the lesbian ones. Like the, there's Her an episode U-Haul. Yeah, they merge their bank accounts. There's a whole episode where there's a lesbian potluck, and there's just like so like, many oh, lesbian stereotypes. They do lesbian things like yeah, cars and, and it was backpacking. Yeah. So yeah, it was not in curling. Yeah, in curling. Um, yeah. So why don't we start off with um what people liked about yeah, the show yeah. whoever I, wants to go first can go. i i will go first because <laughs> i was a i was i genuinely enjoyed this show i'm a really big fan of like um like dumb late night cartoon humor i like big mouth and paradise pd and f is for family did you like rick and morty no i never watched rick and morty okay um, but Maybe I th- stay away. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Um, I thought it was camp. I thought it was tongue-in-cheek. It was kind of... I got the vibes that, like, it was queer people making fun of queer people in a very, like, queer way. Like, in, like, the... Like, there's a part in one of the episodes where it's like, oh, I know what I'll do. Twink uh, goes into drag as Ariana Grande because the gays love Ariana Gu- Grande. <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of, like... I did like that part, but that's because yeah. I like Ariana Grande. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, obsessed with Ariana, so I was like, oh, in the flesh. <laughs> I feel like gay people get that joke because it's kind of like an inside thing of like, oh, yeah, gay guys like love Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> gay guys love Ariana Grande. I feel like straight people wouldn't really get that. They'd be like, is it because she's just like a pop artist? When it's like, there's something different and more in-depth about that i don't know i really liked the show and i have other reasons but i'll let you guys talk i mean no you can go i mean we're, if we're gonna take turns like talk about other reasons why you liked it go okay. for it um i also really liked it there were some actually good points made in episodes that i could tell were written by gay people um especially about like rainbow washing i noticed a lot of it was like yeah, they did make fun of like corporate pride yeah it was like mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. i'm about to get like as much rainbow as city city bank in <laughs> june or <laughs> yeah. something like that yeah um yeah, I think I genuinely loved every character except for Steve and Buck. Um, Stat, Twink, Deb, I, v, I loved all of them. Um, I thought that, like, Deb had really funny one-liners. Like, I genuinely think that some of the humor is really, really funny. Yeah. Anything else? 
<laughs> no, I'm, I just like I like I don't want to cut you off or anything. No, I just I really like it, and I'll I'll talk about this a little later. But since it is so like dumb and late night, like crappy humor, I feel like it's a little unfair to judge it academically. But that's what we do, so we'll do that. Yeah. All right. Um, I really like Stat. Um, there's like a little gremlin. Um. They, uh, she ends up with like a robot girlfriend at one robot point. Robot girlfriend. Uh, yeah, mm. which is that was actually the best part of the show. Yeah, for I me. actually loved that. And then they like masturbated together. I was like, uh, this is kind of based. I, um, I like that a bit, bit less. Um, oh well, <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was really cool. I was, okay. I was like, I guess I was like, if they're gonna have another cis lesbian, like at least it's one that's into that's a robot. True. I was like, at least it's something different and. It's something that's a little bit harder to stereotype because mm-hmm. that's not a stereotype. Yeah, uh, it's that's like just you have ne- weird. You've never heard of it. But yeah. I also, was, like, that's my ideal relationship. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like all-knowing um, robot AI, AI partner that like. Becca was jealous. <laughs> I was so jealous. <laughs> it's just like one of Stat's quirks. It's yeah. Like oh yeah, that checks out. Yeah, and I felt I I guess I like that, and I like Stat as a character because I felt like her quirks, some of them were not tied to her queer identity. Mm-hmm. I feel like every other character. They pretty much were. So that was that was why I like Stat. Um, there was a Buffy reference, which came from Stat originally. <laughs> um, but then also um, Twink, they like showed up and Twink talked about it later. And I thought that it, I really liked the line where Twink was like, yeah, I love Buffy. It was really weird when the main character, Cordelia, disappeared after the third season. <laughs> I did like that. That was, that was, that was something that was very good. Twink. That was something very Twink to say. It was, again, one of those few things where it was like a personality trait. Yes. But like they... um. I also really liked Stat. Um, Stat was the only character that I related to at all or enjoyed at all. Um, every other character kind of just felt like a caricature. And again, as Emma pointed out, like kind of that is the point of late night dumb cartoon. And I kind of get what you're saying about not necessarily judging it academically, except everything has meaning and we have to be thinking about what we're putting out, whether or not it's intended for dumb late night Everybody comedy. about what we're putting out. Oh, is that sad. a joke? Really, <laughs> that is. Sorry, I thought it was funny in my head. What are we putting out? Like, or like putting out, like girls like put out, like the old term. I've for, never like, heard of that. Being slutty, it's like in Greece. Like, does she put I, out? I didn't watch yeah. Greece. It's like how it's <laughs> like does she put out? Does she give you sex? Um, oh wow, what like, a good yeah. Oh, it lands now. <laughs> Thank you. I was thinking about that since we are. Wait, I think what? we can all agree <laughs> that stat is our favorite character yes. the character we relate most to yes. and i think you're right a lot of that is probably because she's not just a caricature of her sexuality she's like a real person who's like a gamer and falls asleep. <laughs> yeah okay i'm sorry that episode i was like a uh, stat is my person yeah also yeah. like in her sexuality isn't really clear so that's yes. another reason why i didn't like that yeah, i, no, I like no, no. that I, I, I did like that but i think that's like in a way that like that was why she was able to be mm-hmm. more than her sexuality because other people it was just like so because yeah. it, it could not have been her identity yes, there wasn't, wasn't enough of it yes. to be her identity yeah. yeah um so yeah i really liked stat i um liked um describe <laughs> the character so we can help you no she's trying to think um, of someone else she likes and there's no one um i'm trying to think of like maybe plot points that i liked mm. um v was occasionally pretty cool um <clears throat> v was pretty cool sometimes um i did like twink um like about 60 percent of the time yeah, i think he was pretty funny yeah. yeah twink had some good one-liners um and i think a lot of those one-liners that were funny like didn't have to do with the gay thing like mm-hmm. oh now i can 
Was it? I can stop hooking up with the mortician just for the three hair. Now it can just be about the sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? That was in context, by the way, where Twink gets hair for wigs. Um, he's not just a creep who collects dead hair. Yeah, he's a drag queen. Drag queen. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that was that was funny. And I guess it sort of related to the... But it was still just, like, yeah, funny because it was random. Yeah. Um, anything else we liked? I just I, I I feel like I need to make it known that I I would watch this show again. Okay. That's that's the level on which I enjoyed it. I can't and comprehend it, but I respect that you appreciate it. I, <laughs> I know that that's a an issue we're very divided on in this podcast room, but I want to make my truth known. I would say I would watch it again with you, Emma. I would want to watch it with someone else so that I could laugh at it because I think yeah. watching it alone was just like depressing and yeah that was kind of it for me too um and i watched some of it at work and like i normally have eight hour shifts and i normally feel like 16 hours because you don't really do anything but um unless my boss hears this um we do do things (laughs) a lot of time (laughs) we do things a lot of the time but there are some stretches of hours where there's not work to do for disclaimer purposes but um Ah, but watching Q-Force at work made it longer. <laughs> it, t- it took longer than 16 hours for me to get through an eight-hour shift for s- somehow. It was, um, yeah, so I think it, watching it with other people would make it a lot more enjoyable. Maybe with some, like, snacks and beverages yeah, yeah. or something. And some redacted. Yeah, and some redacted. <laughs> but um, because but watching it by myself, I, like, just knew that I had to get through it. And even though I didn't like it, mm-hmm. so getting through it was harder. But, you know, if you don't like something but you're watching it with people, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. to get through it. Yeah. So that was a maybe next time, like, watch party. Unless it's Rick yeah. and Morty and you're my ex listening to this, you should not have made me watch more Rick and Morty when I said I didn't like it. Oh. Screw you, Parker. Screw you, Woo! Parker. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Anyway, um, so do we want to move on to representation or what we don't like, or do we want to combine those? Maybe what we don't like, and then since representation is going to be a bigger chunk, we can slide into that later. Yeah, yeah that's good to me. Yeah, so what we didn't like. Um, I found Steve's character just unbearable. Oh, so unbearable. He was just annoying. Like so you said, annoying. just gay Captain America. Yeah. And Captain America is everyone's least favorite Avenger. Yeah, if Captain America is your favorite Avenger, you're... You're, you're a straight man. You're would, a white straight man. I, I, he's not my favorite, but I would let him do things to me. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, but, like, his personality and is, like, his person- oh, What the fuck? Um, like, well, save you from crime. Yeah, it's very, like, good boy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, let's not talk about the Avengers anymore. Okay. Yeah, Steve, uh, Mary, I guess. He was just super annoying. He had main character syndrome, and yes, Yes. he was the main character of the show, but it was just super annoying when I thought that um, any other character could have been the main character and been so much cooler. Because he's the least interesting of all of them. Yeah. Because he's literally, like, white bread buff boy. Yeah, he's in the military, and he just wants to succeed in the military. Oh! Oh. What a bootlicker. Oh, also, yeah, so one of the things I really didn't like about it was the ending, um spoilers i don't it's q force i don't think it matters it wasn't heavy on the plot yeah it's more about interactions through the plot so i think spoilers are okay so basically the way it ends up is like there's a princess diaries knockoff character what's her name mira oh i thought it was mia no No, it's mira Mira, and she just said it like (laughs) and it's like when i saw that i was like okay 
And for what? <laughs> like, if what purpose does this serve? And then it's a plot point. It's like the recurring yeah. thing. She gets introduced in like the four, third or fourth episode mm-hmm. because her country is hosting Eurovision. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. And then yeah, she comes back and we're like, didn't expect that. Yeah, and she's actually the criminal because she's, she's like the main villain of yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, she's trying to steal the uranium and so what ends and, up like nuke the world or threaten to nuke the world yeah. or something I so guess. that her country can be the the pride capital of the world she wants to be the pride capital of the world because yeah. she loves she's the gays because she loves a, the gays i'm sorry she's such a fucking straight ally yeah. like, like it's like the worst thing ever but um continue. they did a good job of writing her like that they did do a really um, good job i think of that was like the that. point so yeah. yeah um yeah so then at one point they end up stealing oh also the aia has brainwashed old gay yeah. um people in the in the like military to make them forget that they were ever secret agents they like, put them they, they put them all in this like little gay community somewhere in california yeah. with their little like flimp like limp wrists and um, <laughs> then they like just fucking left them there with no memories of being secret agents they all worked at the store and <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was weird and so then they figured out that it was being that the they were being brainwashed and then so Steve and the Q Force people are like, let's um hack the AIA because they're bad. Yes. And so they went to find the information and then they found um the code what what was the the wake, phrase. The phrase, the phrase. that like that wakes Who them was up the actress? from being sleep for Oh ages? god, I don't know. It was it was like some actress has been in too many movies because that's not that no gay person would say that she's never she hasn't been in enough and i movies. was like who the fuck is this person I gotta, we did not all, yeah. of, all of the agents were older agents so i wonder if it's maybe like it's definitely like a, some sort of like a millennial california gay humor i don't it i don't even deborah winger has been in enough movies i'm sorry who was deborah winger um, yeah let's search that deborah winger american actress um she was in an Officer and a Gentleman in 1982. Terms of Endearment in 1983. So I'm thinking like old game. Old yeah. Movies old gays would like. Yeah. Because all the agents are like old gays. I guess that makes like sense. A, like a Barbara Streisand character. I don't remember. I don't recognize any of these movies. I think you're not heard of gay, Terms of Sid. Endearment, but... Yeah, clearly I'm not gay, and I actually have to rescind my identity now. <laughs> Hand it over. But yeah, wait, sorry, get back to why you didn't like the ending. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so, so, yes, they go through all that, so then they, um, so they realize that the agency's been brainwashing gay people, which is, like, not cash money, and so then, um, they steal data from the gay, from the AIA, and then they, and then Mira steals it, the Princess Mia knockoff steals it, and then... I don't remember exactly what happens. There's some like mind control with her and the people at Pride. Yeah. Yeah. She, she gave them a party gay army. She wanted a gay army at Pride. Yeah. She, <laughs> she mind controlled a gay army. Um, I didn't really follow along. But the way it ends up is that they retain, they get back like the secret codes or whatever, and so they give it um, control. Um, and so then they go back to the guy who was like in charge of the AIA before, who was like. Just a very homophobic person and made yeah. fun of them. Just like, I don't know. Old, let's call him Mark. Man. Let's call him Mark. Yeah, we or can something. call him Mark. I have a quote from him here. Um, it was when he assigned Buck to go work with the Q Force, and he said, Go babysit the sodomites and make sure they don't fuck up the whole world. Yeah. Um, he's like the tagline most homophobic character, I guess. And yeah. then um, he's the one who's like director of the AIA. Yeah. I'm going to then... start calling all my gay friends sodomites. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, 
as I was saying, like, the way it ends up is that they kind of just give everything back to him. And yeah, they're like, yeah. it's okay, we're, we're a real group of agents now, and we're going to get real missions now. And so they're going to respect us. But his his secretary, um, Mark or whatever, is, his secretary is a lesbian, and she saved one of the party hats. Who was on Survivor with Deb. Yeah, there's Her a whole Survivor on Survivor. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in this show. You were like, it's a pretty simple plot, but, like... I forgot. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, the lesbian, like, secretary, like, puts on the little party hat to control, mind control him briefly. For, like, ten seconds at yeah, a time. Yeah, and then she takes it off. Yeah, I'm like, he's a, he's a, he's a freaking figurehead of, of the establishment, and you're just gonna fucking leave him there? <laughs> yeah, like, at least, at least keep the hat on the whole time, yeah. girl. Or just, like, if you're gonna reduce it to mind control, just replace him. Yeah. yeah. Why not promote V? There like, was, like, do anything? A, yeah. There was, like, a little joke in there that was, like, oh, get yourself a raise while he still has that hat on. No, you literally. So much you, you should take his job, girl. Yeah. So yeah, what I did not like about it is that that guy ended up back in power, and they all kept working for the American military. Yeah, and I was like, there's even though little, even though it had like, planned growth. it had planned to brainwash them in the future. Yeah, you know? it had brainwashed numerous other gay people, and now we just trust them. Never yeah. trust the government kids, yeah, especially not the military. The especially oh, Dirk. His name was Dirk. Especially oh not God, Dirk. Forbidden <laughs> And so, yeah, like, the plot of it, um, it was, I mean, it's pretty pro-establishment for a show that's about queer people, yes. which I thought was interesting. Well, it is also about the military. It's about, like, queers in the military. Yeah, because yeah, they, the, but then, like, I, I just, I feel like it's so, couldn't even replace Dirk. You couldn't no. even promote V. Like, I, promoting yeah. V also would have just worked into the plot. That's yeah. her next, that's yeah. on her girl boss agenda, probably. Like, Absolutely. So that was, that was interesting. I, the creators of the show, I read, like, several articles or, like, interviews with them, and they said that the idea for this show was, like, what if James Bond was gay and Ooh. yeah and then, and then q force was born. wait isn't that just what atomic blonde is isn't Shirley's they on a woman yeah but i'm pretty sure she makes out with another woman well that's like that's, that's like that's not really that's me. not really james blonde because it's not a man yeah Whoa. if she's a woman it's different you're so right i'm so sorry <laughs> it's not james bond so yeah i really did not like all the like establishment and the way that it ended up with them just like conceding and being part of the military and then they were gonna get oh they got new q force headquarters yeah um, they got like promoted and so they were gonna do more stuff for the military cool it's cool cool guys which is like even if you take a pro-military stance like you should still be against like you should still be anti-dirk in the military yeah. yes. <laughs> like so like it doesn't even matter which lens you're looking at it from it they kind of messed that part up in my yeah. opinion um what else was on your list um, a lot of it is just, like, some quotes I got from the first episode, um, but they, they all sort of have to do with representation, so. Let's save it. Yeah, uh, Most so, of mine are not representation-based. All right, so what did you not like about it? All right, here's, here's what's on my list. Um, a lot of it was obviously written by white, cis, straight men. Mm-hmm. Or white, it, cis. A lot of it was written by white, cis, gay men. I did look up the writers of yes. each episode. Um, it was a lot of white cis gay men. There was one by a white cis straight man, though. The, the, the white cis man is a sus part in there, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because even if that's uh, a straight man or a gay man, that's still such a small window of yeah. knowing life. Um, but I, I saw a post that said that the writers at some point said that Stad is a trans woman I, after the fact. I refuse to accept that. I'm not going to take yeah. a J.K. Rowling exactly. on this bitch. Yeah, like, I, I wrote, wrote <laughs> J.K.R. Dumble Queer Issue yeah, um, no because way. you can't just do that. 
another thing. Um, Especially not when they literally say, like, gay, 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 gay. Like, Deb yeah. is a lesbian. They say, like, yeah. every other character you is, can like, You can work queer. the explicit into the show about explicitly queer, pe- queer yeah. people. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about how Stat in, like, the third episode or something is very lightly coded as being Latina because of the way that she says, like, taqueria. Okay, so you you provided you when you were talking to us about this, you said I've never heard a white person say it like that, and then you said it like that because I don't know how to say it like a taqueria, taqueria. <laughs> so um, I'm, she could have just taken a Spanish class. That's so my problem. Valid. My problem with that is is that I heard that too when I was listening to it, and I was like, are they trying to allude to? Yeah her being latina or because they never talk about her background really she is very very pale there's no other lilt in her voice except in like the only time they ever even use barely an accent is when she's talking about knock yeah knock off taco bell and so like i if they intended if they intended her to be latina i'm very disappointed with how they displayed it like i don't accept that as good representation for any race like that that was that's why i didn't even like in, when I was talking about yeah. it, I referred to her as white because I was like, I, I, I refuse to think that yes. if your character is Latina, the only indication that you're giving is tacaria. Like, yeah. The, I, it doesn't. It does not register in it my brain. It doesn't make sense. Her like, voice actress is um, half Asian, half American. Okay. So, so like they could have done something with that, but they didn't. But they didn't. So like, I mean, she still could be like half Asian and just yeah. say taqueria like that. Yeah. yeah, like that could still be true. But it's like they're so upfront about everyone else's identities, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they just kind of vaguely reference anything. With yeah, that's like really weird. It, how they Stat, Stat just, doesn't have yeah. much of an identity. That was very ambiguous, which I would loved. be different if it was for everyone. Yeah. But when everyone else was so cookie cutter, it was weird to have one that wasn't. And especially like if mm-hmm. you're coming to something like representation mm-hmm. and like can't really be that ambiguous about it like it's just weird to me because like for the first few episodes before you meet her robot girlfriend i i was having a hard time placing her as queer yeah where the queer was especially because she wasn't non-binary yeah trans we all thought that it was going to be like like a a gender reveal thing or that one day they were going to be like they them or something like that but But no. no the reveal we got was that she was getting emotionally attached to a disembodied robot head. That it's then, like good for her. Good for her. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, we I love. agree. You know, on the spectrum, that's not heteronormative. So yeah, I, very true. I, a, a lady robot. It was a lady robot. It was a lady robot. It had boobs. Um, so interesting. Because if anything's going to be non-binary in this show, it's going to be a robot. It was a, robot. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, it was a girl robot named Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah. Jacqueline Box. Um, and then, that was a good name. I did like that. It was. It was pretty funny. Um, and then the the other thing I had was let let's chat slurs. Yeah. Some slurs are said. Um, I think it, I counted one F slur. You counted one F slur. Were there some D's in there? I feel like there may have been. I only counted one F slur. I don't mm. think there was. I there might have been one where Deb calls herself. Maybe. I think that maybe it could have like one. slipped by me, you know. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. a lot of dialogue and a lot of one-liners. I thought there were a lot more F slurs. I registered a lot more. I I remember. I, remember. I felt like the show was calling me. F-slur. <laughs> I don't know, but we all remember the one. So let's talk about the one. I don't remember what it was. Um, it's said by Twink. Um, of course it is. I mean, at least it wasn't said by stupid Mary. <laughs> at least. 
I but hate him so, so much. If it, was, if it was Mary, I'm like, I'm not sure I would have been able to finish Yeah. <laughs> so when I was thinking about this, I was thinking in a cartoon, who gets to say slurs? There was sort of a thing about this. I hate to bring Big Mouth into it. But there was a thing about this on Big Mouth <laughs> mm-hmm. where there is a black character who for a while was voiced by a white woman. Uh, and as what? the... As the Wait, black, let me let me okay. talk. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just like why? Let me talk. That? Okay, I'm, I'm just, gonna get there. Okay. As the black character grew closer to her culture, they were like, because she's like mixed and ways raised in a very like white household, and so as she like went to like hang out with like her black cousins and like sort of grow closer to that side of herself, they changed out voice actors okay and they got a black voice actor i think almost exclusively so mm. that she could say the n-word but she then later does the season that they change her out but so i was like is the voice actor for twink gay can he say he the is oh yeah he's he very he's blatantly very, gay yeah. i have Rogers, a quote very him. blatantly gay and then i was like well who wrote that in the script mm-hmm. is it a gay person who wrote that in the script or was it one of those many, or would at least it, one, cis yes. straight people? Like, would it be okay if it was a straight person who wrote it if they didn't say it? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I would never write down the N-word, even if I didn't say the N-word. That's stupid. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I know that Twink did some writing. Like, he was on the writing... I mean, his, Not, his, his voice actor. Okay. Tweet himself manifested into our reality. <laughs> All right, look, Got I don't wish. look up, I don't know any actors' names, and I never will. So Twink's actor, yeah. mm-hmm. he was part of the writing process mm-hmm. before he was ever casted, because Twink was the last one to be casted. So I think it's very possible that it was him or one of the other gay people in the room who wrote it. But I also just, like, nah. And I don't know, with stuff like the Efsler, like, I don't know, at least to me, that's something that is still, like, a lot of old white straight people use as slurs Mm -hmm. so it's like when you're writing Dirk like I'm surprised they didn't write him to say it like Mm -hmm. I mean it would have been really bad but his character was bad that was kind of the point it would have been in line with his sodomites yeah so like uh, but but are there people on the street calling you well never (laughs) mind and then he has another line um where he's like talking to them and he says let me put this in terms you'll understand sashay away agents yeah very very like put it back in your face kind of thing he would say fairies yeah and then he has one what if somebody springs their pronoun yeah (laughs) or strains their pronoun sorry i did did. see i laughed at that but also seeing how they didn't have any trans or non-binary people in the show it wasn't a joke they should have made reference to like trans identity if they had had any trans people on the show that joke would have been funny and the closest thing they got to were drag queens yeah um what else is on your list i love drag queens but oh yeah not trans um that's the the last bad thing on my list because i love this show all right um i didn't make a list because it was the the whole show for me (laughs) i really didn't like anything um except for stat as i've mentioned that is basically a knockoff the girl from the dragon tattoo like a goth ass hacker with like cool hair Oh, well, since I haven't seen it, the girl with the dragon that tattoo is a knockoff of stat. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I'm pretty sure it's exactly. Sam first. No, no, no. no. Uh, okay. If I haven't seen it first, then. <laughs> All right. The girl with the dragon tattoo is a knockoff of stat. I'm so sorry, Elizabeth. Facts confirmed. This quarter's over. Um, my least favorite things were um, Mary. 
Um, just just oh himself. Mary Mary as a character was yeah. pretty annoying. Like that main character syndrome was pretty bad. Oh, he didn't so have bad. anything compelling about him. Like mm-hmm. if they just added one compelling thing, yeah. he would have been a lot more likable. I feel like the thing that tried to make him compelling was like Benji. Oh, that, his, that his, made him like, less compelling. Boyfriend who like he's trying to protect from the fact that he's a spy but oh. we all hate the trope that you have to protect the person you love from your identity also put them in danger is voiced by one of the people who created the show which is just like stop putting yourself in things yes. stop lin-mel miranda stop. It up. <laughs> um Please. he also looks exactly like the the brian from dream daddy brian from dream daddy <laughs> like the name's not even that different i was i was thinking that as i watched it but i was like oh man um so like they could have made him more compelling by making him compelling at all um deb deb was made to be likable but i couldn't make myself like her that much because no because she was a walking car lesbian stereotype which i don't really care if it's intentional we'll get to this in the representation part i don't really care if it was intentional i didn't it didn't land with me Mm -hmm. um uh, i and obviously i'm not probably the target audience and they don't care if it lands with me but it didn't. <laughs> um, they should care if it lands with you. Yeah, you I mean, be the target. We, we'll get to that later. Um, Twink had some funny moments, but overall, they never gave him a line that wasn't like, "Yas Queen." And yeah. like, I like, not even in moments of severity. Like there were, mm-hmm. there was no comprehension on his part of moments of severity, and I thought that was damaging. I thought that was damaging rather than funny. I thought that mm-hmm. was. If you're if you're someone who likes to use this vernacular, you're incapable of being serious. Was basically the message I was getting from Twink, mm. which is not true. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, da, 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 Buck, Buck, I somehow tolerated more than some of the other characters. Um, which is dumb. Yeah, yeah, and that's just the thing. Straight up dumb. Buck was very dumb, and later he gets less outward aggressive and more micro aggressive and mm-hmm. i was so brainwashed by that point that i was like <laughs> progress <laughs> um so he's awful but he's at least funny because they're like oh fuck go fetch and then he like goes barking after it and i'm like ha funny <laughs> yeah and then um the plot i don't like the plot the i didn't i didn't weird didn't like the princess diaries thing it didn't, didn't make there was never a moment where i was no. like oh that's why and it was just like I will say that villain reveal shocked me. I saw it coming. So really? Hard. I never saw it coming. I was like, oh my god, why that's would so they, smart. Why would they give the princess of Genorvia all of the nukes and be like, we trust you to like dump these in the bottomless pit that's in your country? Because why she has a bottomless pit in her yeah, country. It's in, a sight to see. In what universe would that ever happen? And because it's so unrealistic, you know they're going to come back to it, which meant you, you knew she was going to be the villain. That was the. I also just. Like mysteries don't really land with me because I usually Beck is just too smart. Guys. No, <laughs> it is not anything applicable to real life. It's only in like fictional <laughs> mysteries where I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, who needs real life skills? Scooby Doo gang. For yeah, real. Becca, Becca and the Scooby Doo gang. Her friends like pulling off the mask and she's like, I, I knew, knew it. Old man Jenkins. I fucking knew it. Obviously, you fools. Gosh, duh. I am. I'm. I'm just the Velma. What can you say? <laughs> okay, but um, yeah. So the plot wasn't great. I didn't love the Mia thing. Uh, I also hated, like, I know if it was intentional, it was intentional to make her, like, a really bad version of an ally. Mm -hmm, Then, like, mm -hmm. they landed. She was a bad version of an ally. But V, who's supposed to, I think, kind of be a good ally, was still a sucky one. Mm -hmm. Like, she kind of said the same shit, like, you know I love the gays more than anyone. And I was like, stop. (laughs) Like, what is wrong with you? Like, like, how would she feel if, like, a man were talking to her, like, you know I support women more than anyone. I would not feel very supported. Because I think most of her character, at least for the first half, before we get more into her backstory, is kind of like, she's the only one that's been backing 
Steve slash Mary. But th- th- that hasn't done anything. But for hasn't 10 done years. anything for him for ten years. There, yeah, like literally, her character description is has a soft spot for Agent Mary, and I'm like, oh, where? <laughs> Did we see it? Um, well, there's that one time where she randomly shows up where he's at his boyfriend's parents house because it's a funeral because he let someone else use his lift scooter <laughs> he let his boyfriend's friend yeah, get well, blown what this, up what was the thing with the police department trying to kill the gays with lift scooters <laughs> like, yeah the lift scooter blew up and they thought it was it was mary but it was actually benji's friend so then he went to benji's hometown to go to the funeral and then v shows up there when she's like on pretends the run. to be his mom yeah she's like i'm his mom <laughs> so you know a soft spot for him Right, yeah. <laughs> Guys, can you tell that the plot of this show is all over it the place? It was definitely all over the place. Yeah. Like, I even completely forgot about the cops being behind that old, like, <laughs> gay extortion <laughs> plot. Do you guys but- remember the plot point where they're trying, they're kidnapping gay men to act in poor superhero oh, movies? That, yeah. was, <laughs> that was the same one. Wait, I know. That, that was the like gay extortion. Subplot. Yeah, that was the gay extortion thing. That was the police department uh, kidnapping them. Oh my but God. then, um, and then there's also the plot point where they're, um, stealing, um, young men to squeeze for their juices their jock Wait, oil their from jock- the no this is a different no, that, this is separate. a different thing this oh, is like that seven in- episodes later that's when we see twink stick i yeah. didn't really pay attention <laughs> to that um yeah that's when stat is with all those epic gamer oh, hackers yeah. and then she's like cheating on jacqueline cheating Box. on her robot girlfriend oh that made me so sad but um <laughs> See, the thing is, it sounds like the plot is, like, really fun and fantastical, and it's really funny to talk about. When you're watching it, it's just, it like... does. It's so infuriating to yeah, try to follow. It's just, like, what? I mean, It was all pretty just better. pointless. If like, I mean... With someone else, maybe. But that was... I, I was thinking that earlier, I sh- actually, said because you were talking, and I was like, this is more funny hearing Sid recount right? it yeah. than watching it. Like, I don't remember which part you were recounting. It was just, like, a summary of an... It was, like, the whole, um, a Genorvia thing. And I was, like, laughing. I was, like, oh, this is super funny. Yeah. And then you can be, like, okay, well, what got lost between coming up with this yeah. good idea and putting it in writing and then having it come out not funny? Like, yeah. <laughs> something happened there. So, um, basically, don't watch Q-Force. Just read the Wikipedia page <laughs> summary of the episodes, and you'll um, probably laugh more than Beckett yeah but like again there's a target audience for this people like it i'm just not one of those people and i don't understand it but i i i i'm done i i just yeah on to representation yeah we kind of hit representation but i feel like there's more to we we hit around the edges of it but we can um let's dive right in the middle yeah so i'm gonna go with my thing which is that like why were there literally no trans people in this entire universe question of gender at all none there's not a single non-cis person not even a sniff of a they pronoun cis to the max it was like cis squared they were so (laughs) freaking cis and we and it was honestly for the most part white cis gays within some some women of color lesbians and a couple men of color gays but that was it and like if you're talking about diversity this is not diverse to me at all this is the opposite of diverse diverse show this is i I saw a quote somewhere that was like oh we were really trying to capture like this microcosm of of the lgbtq community i was like you can't call it that not I was the like, tea. Where's the tea? Where's the tea? No, where's the tea, sis? Like there was, there's none of it, and I, I, I it was just so disappointing. Like mm-hmm. if I'm, if if next June I'm looking through the little ah, Netflix Pride, like <laughs> and fucking Q Force pops up, I'll be like, take that down. Like that's not representation. If no. you, it, if you're gonna watch it, you're gonna have to treat it purely like a late night comedy. You can't mm-hmm. expect to feel 
seen by it not in my case at least you can't expect to feel like Mm -hmm. respected by it either no um so i i just i hated it so much it's like it's like the lgbt community with clown makeup on i wrote um i wrote so i wrote so far they're just being homophobic and throwing around insults for fun and it's not funny and then i wrote this show is like it's okay homophobia doesn't exist anymore and even if it does it's funny haha because like it, it, it very much felt like the the plot of it was that they were oppressed and not given missions but then it was all like funny and then it was all fine and they were all great and they were all friends like yeah. no one i mean i get that it's a cartoon and like obviously they're not gonna show people like going home at night and like be like damn i got microaggressed today but like it's just the way that it was like there seemed to be no difference the only clear sign of like oppression of gay people was the set the start plot where they didn't get missions and then Mm -hmm. they did get missions so it was it was definitely more like microaggressions versus systemic which was interesting because literally the plot of it is supposed to be systemic oppression within the aia and like they they talk about it they talk about it a little bit but it's always just like oh it's because it's a boys club and it's a straight white boys club and and like it's just i even though they, like they label it and talk about it as if it's a systemic issue, the way they represent it is just through microaggressions yeah. and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and through vernacular, not through actions, which I thought was really interesting, and I didn't like it. Yeah, because, and it's like frustrating to watch because it's like it, it's just like what they're just being homophobic. It's not funny. That's no. what I thought. So it's so interesting because that systemic versus microaggression thing is so could be so prevalent in the plot because it's about the government and it's about the military the first episode starts off like it's 2011 and he's like well don't ask don't tell was just repealed so i'm gonna come out to you and then my system the system of government that i work for is gonna shut me down get me out of the spotlight and put buck in Ah, my place (laughs) this whole thing starts out because of systematic oppression and then it's like oh it's all gone because 10 years later like systematic oppression doesn't still happen in the military yeah they see it more as a dirk issue than a systemic thing even though it really is it's like the definition of systemic thing so i thought they kind of lost an opportunity Mm -hmm. there with that and like along with representation like i was i never look up who plays what characters because i don't give a shit i will Mm -hmm. be honest i don't care i don't care about the producers the writers like ever but this is the one show i've watched where i was like I need to know who wrote this because some of the stuff I feel like they shouldn't have yeah. been allowed to write yes, in. Like there are I just agree. some boundaries like, that you this, can't cross if you're not part of a commu- if community. If this was all straight people, this show would be a hate crime. Uh, yeah, literally. And honestly, I'm still on the border about that because with yeah. most of them being like cis gay men, I'm mm-hmm. still on the hmm. Is yeah, this like an yeah. internal hate crime? <laughs> like yeah, not really. It's not that like severe, but it yeah. was still unpleasant to watch as like like uh, not a cis male gay. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. Um, but I did find this quote from twink's actor in an interview that i wanted to read real quick real quick because it kind of gives an interesting take on it from the side of the writer's room mm-hmm. there is a joke where mary does a dive roll and no one's in there and he goes oh i wasted all that masculinity for nothing and then twink's character goes not nothing my little butthole went boop <laughs> which um i mean i didn't think was funny at all but i, mean, I also it's a funny <laughs> delivery i mean it's yeah. just stupid I mean, it's just not my line of humor, like, I, not okay. my type I of humor, but I think it's other yeah. people's type of humor. Yeah. So I wasn't so upset about that. Yeah, yeah, But then, as he was explaining it, the voice actor said, that's something that I would say. In fact, I pitched to the line, and that's why it's in there. I didn't put it in the teaser, but that's a whole other story. But it's funny, because sometimes I feel like if the jokes that I make to my Judy's at the club, or at the bar, or at each other's houses, or over texts and group chats, if I put them on tele- television shows, people would be like, 
we don't want that joke representing us. But I know for a fact that that's how I talk, and you can't tell me that I'm a bad representation of the queer community. We all are part of it. Who's to call anything bad representation? Maybe if it was a straight person coming in and saying all this shit, I'd be like, yeah, maybe the straight guy should be making a joke about a butthole going boop. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. <laughs> but it's me. It is me doing it. I can claim it. Yes, that was me. And I thought that brought up an interesting point, because mm-hmm. he does say, you can't call me bad representation because I'm representing myself as a member of the queer community. And I do think that's true. And I'm not going to go like, oh, I can't believe they represented the gay community with a butthole line. God damn it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that because the one-liners weren't necessarily the thing that bothered me most about the representation. So I think that makes a good argument for singular instances of jokes, maybe. But when it comes to overall representation, it's like, okay, well, I can still call something bad representation if you're not, like, taking into account the broader community here. Because it is Mm -hmm. about more than just the individual. I'm not going to call you a bad gay, Mm -hmm. especially not for this, because I didn't care about that joke. But, like, you, you still have to think about what you're putting out into the world and whether or not it's doing more harm or good to the already existing stereotypes of a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think well, I didn't really care so much about what they were doing with um, Mary and Twink because mm-hmm. I am not connected to that side mm-hmm. of queer culture at all. Yeah. So I, like, I am not going to, you know, give him any shit for his butthole going boop. <laughs> um, you know, so I think that, that that maybe that was, like, good representation of yeah. those types of queer people. Maybe that's just, how gay men act. Yeah, but there just wasn't... They're the representation of all the other queer people who exist who aren't yes. white, cis, gay men was mm-hmm. very bad. Like, yes. I saw that a lot in the with Deb as the only, not the only, because we have her wife and all of her barbecue friends. They're all just Deb copy yeah. paste. The o- let's say the one singular lesbian in the show, that's 20 different lesbians, <laughs> all had the same one. They were all the same personality. Yeah. But, like, I know that on the show I say I'm bisexual and I identified as a lesbian for a long, long time. But, like, none of the jokes that they were making, none of the things that they were saying were anything that I have ever heard a lesbian say or that like I have ever said it was not what Twink's voice actor was talking about was like that's a joke I'd make I would never make a joke that Deb made yeah and like we can't it's hard because you know we can't take stuff and be like this and like I'm a queer person and if I wouldn't say this Mm -hmm. no other queer person would Mm because we can't really know that for sure but I do think that you have a point it's like okay but we are a part of the community we interact with others in the community and we do have a good grasp and maybe it's a different like maybe it's a generational thing I think the show is geared towards straight people and older millennial gays Mm -hmm. cis white male gays um the male gays gays. gays. (laughs) I heard that I heard that too um so, like, I don't think I'm the tar- target audience, but it's also it's just, like, frustrating to get yeah. a show that's literally a queer force. And then, even though I specifically label myself as queer, I felt seen by zero of this show. Yeah. U-Haul jokes and Ugh. rescue pit bulls are... Sixteen of them. Sixteen rescue pit bulls. Those are only mm. jokes that, like, gay men make about lesbians or straight people yeah, make about lesbians. And, like, so, yeah, and I'm a lesbian, and I'm a non-binary lesbian, and I was frustrated by the fact that every lesbian in the show was the same like a uh, big butch body type. Yeah. And they all had buzz cuts. And it was just like, yeah, there are lesbians like that, but there are also lesbians who aren't like that. And so I think that's that, such like a 2011 view of what a lesbian is. Yeah. And then, and then the car stereotype just, you know, really pissed me off because it's just, it's so It was used. reducing her lesbianism to being good at masculine stuff, which mm-hmm. I think is a shitty mm-hmm. 
way to portray huh. lesbianism. I say at least they didn't have like the stupid like butch femme dynamic. Yeah. Um, at least they were like all butches, I guess. Um, There's a, a one-liner that Deb makes where Stat goes, wow, Deb, for a lesbian, you're great at seducing straight men. And Deb goes, straight men are just lesbians with longer cargo shorts, fewer skills, and evil in their hearts. Yeah, no, they're fucking not. No, they're not. I, no, they're not. I agreed with the evil in their hearts. I did like yeah, everything, evil in my heart's else, heart. But you're else, just, no. you're just saying that, you're basically just saying that lesbians are men with better fashion sense and they're smarter. Yeah, and it's... That's, and that's not true. Ugh. It's so it's so icky to say that. Yeah, and especially, like, the way I try to mess around with my gender and my gender presentation, I do it in a way that's, like, I very purposefully take certain parts of masculinity and incorporate them into, like, my aura, like, my Tims here. <laughs> Got my Tims on. Um, we have everyone's shoe check. Shoe check. Everyone's shoe check. Converse. They're what? What converse, gay? What is that, Becca? It's fucking Fila Stomper. I'm sorry. Oh, oh you were supposed to be our docs gay. Well, the, Fila docs gay and docs gay are pretty similar. That's docs. what it says on our Discord. Docs are really hard to put on, and these just slip on. There is, and I feel like my lesbianism is extremely, like, interconnected with my gender identity. Like, if I could identify as the gender of lesbian, I would. Mm. And I don't, I can't specifically voice what that means to me, but it is definitely not just, like, straight man, but with a vagina. Yeah. And I, so I found that very very frustrating that the lesbians were all super butch and they were all the same body type and you could have had like they had a lesbian barbecue you know how fun that sounds you know that sounds cool? so, so much fun i would have a lesbian barbecue but no they were all just the same people and they were all super nice and they all like loved mary and like i'm sorry but i hate mary i would, never, I, I would not uh, have talked to mary at that point. and also like i just mm, i don't know not that i like don't like gay men but it's the interactions I have, I tend to gravitate more towards like um, gender nonconforming and like female queer people just because there is such a big difference between the lived experiences of like a white cis gay man and a non male queer person. And I yes. think that really shows in, you know, the show, which mm -hmm. was written by white cis gay men. And like there's a whole segment where Stat is trying to like hack into this firewall and the last part of it is all trivia and it's like <laughs> questions that only lesbians would know the answer to about like woodworking and curling and beekeeping beekeeping like what like they're all also like hippie lesbians like hippie butch mechanic lesbians which i feel yeah. like isn't even an intersection like I not feel like really the, it's like they took every lesbian they could think of and were like make her one person yeah literally but it was Wanda Sykes, and I, I didn't It was Wanda Sykes. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I know who that is. Like, I recognize her face now that I've Googled it. Mm -hmm. But, like, didn't know who that was when I was watching the show. But, um, yeah. yeah. I will say, in terms of representation, I did appreciate, I did end up looking up everything. Because, like Becca said, I was like, if this is not, like, a person who um, identifies this way, they cannot be saying this. Mm -hmm. um, so all of the, you know, voice actors um, were all, like, uh, in line with what, like, sorry, they all had, like, the same sexualities as their characters, like, Wanda Sykes is a lesbian, and, like, the twink is the twink. Twink. Um, <laughs> and so I did, you know, that is at least that, and so I think that if they had tried to write a trans person in, um, <laughs> yeah, so I am upset that there were no trans people while at the same time 
I don't want the writers to write in a trans person because yeah. of the way they did Deb so freaking dirty. Hey, writers, if there's a season two, don't mm. write a season two. Yeah. yeah don't <laughs> write it or um, completely change the concept, ideas, characters, and get new writers. So don't write it instead <laughs> so of making new shows. Yeah. I, I have to agree. I was thinking, like, I, if I, I not only would I not rewatch it, if there was a season two, I wouldn't watch season two unless no. the, I, like, really hated myself that week, I guess, like, or had <laughs> nothing else to do. But, I think I'd watch it out of morbid curiosity. Yeah, which is fair. I just, I probably I would too, but I would want to watch it with someone else. Yeah, maybe yeah. if we all watched it, I would feel better about it. But I'm also just really hoping it doesn't come to that comeback episode. No, I'm really <laughs> hoping there's not a season two. Oh my God. Um, but, like, yeah, so. I, like as as Sid mentioned, like I can't really speak to how the cis gay male representation went. Um, I didn't think it was good, but I'm also not a cis gay male. But like, so like I can't speak. I I didn't think it was good representation because it was so um, stereotyped. And again, the one of the other quotes I saw in an article was we wanted to take the stereotypes and we wanted to break through them. And I'm like, you only did half of it. Yeah. You, you took yeah. the stereotypes. <laughs> you took them. You, there was no pushing past them. You, no you one took ever. took the stereotypes, you picked it up, and then you carried it with you. Yeah, there was never any moving past them. No characters ever developed traits that had nothing to do with their stereotypes. There Everyone just even, got more stereotyped. There weren't even any outlier lines. Like if Twink had had a line where it's like, yeah, on my like high school football team, that would have been something. Yeah. But there was nothing. I, yeah, I just, I, and so the whole thing with stereotypes is that I feel like you have to be careful with how, how you're using them and who's writing them. Again, the writer's room for the this show really bothers me because I feel like mm-hmm. not only did the characters not represent me, I felt like a lot of the writers didn't represent me. And if you're going to have a show literally called fucking Queer Force, I expect some more fucking queer people in the in the writer's yes. room. Like that. That really bothers me. It should have just been... We've been making a lot of jokes that it's G-Force like the guinea pigs, but I think we all know it's G-Force because it's all gays. Yeah. So, and I think that does bring up a good point. Like, you know, we definitely weren't the target audience somehow, which is upsetting because i feel like we should have been and everything like we're, all media should be targeted towards me we're real. three very different queer people and so i feel like i at feel least like it's an one age. of us should have been hit yeah it, i think it could be the age range thing but i also think that if you're gonna put this on netflix and say it caters towards gay people you need to make it a little bit more universally um mm-hmm. tolerable than just to the yeah. older white millennial gays we are three different queer people but we're also all not male mm-hmm. so true so like I think that, you know, that, that it was just, this show catered towards cis men who may be gay. May prob- not be gay. May not be gay. Maybe, like, a mom who, like, has a gay son and she wants to support him. So she Googles, A pride like, mama bear. A pride mama. <laughs> she, like, watches this and she gets her son, like, a rainbow mug for Christmas. This show was targeted for the, the Mias of the world. <laughs> or the Miras. Miras. Whatever. They of, saw a mirror of Genorvia and they were like, yes, queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's me. Ariana Grande. I love the gays. <laughs> Brothers gay. <laughs> that's the whole Ariana Grande joke that they made in that show. I thought it was really funny. Oh, they made a joke that was like, she has a new song that's like, step away from me, Hona. <laughs> or something. I missed that. <laughs> that was so funny. No, that, that one was kind of funny. Yeah. I missed that one. You, you should go back and no. No, I, I won't yeah. do that, but I'll take your word for it. I also I, really liked when Twink was like, oh, I thought I was really dumb once, and then I loosened my ponytail, and I got a lot smarter. 
Yeah. Oh, I love this show. Yeah. There were some good one-liners. I would never use anything, like, any words other than, like, hate or maybe apathy <laughs> to describe my feelings <laughs> toward this show. But, like, I... Uh, maybe I, you know, part of me is like, maybe I went in with too high of expectations. But then I'm like, no, my expectations were to not feel microaggressed by this yeah. TV show about yeah. queer people. I and yeah. I came away feeling microaggressed. When we saw it on the Netflix feed and when we first talked about it, I think we were all like, that looks awful. Let's consume it. Yeah. And I think we all still feel like it's awful and we did consume it. But yeah. I didn't think that it was going to be awful, like like bad queer representation making... you just thought it was going to be like bad writing yeah yeah i thought it was going to be mostly just like oh well this is millennial humor and i don't really think it's funny but yeah. it was it wasn't just that it was it also just bad representation yeah. like if it was yeah. just like a stupid show and it was like um i don't know like i don't want to say like big mouth i guess like whatever like family guy if it was like yeah. family guy but they were like queer um, I would, and they were all written by queer people, and they were 100%. All like, yeah, and they were all, like, yeah. um, not stereotypical queer people, and their, like, identity didn't revolve around them being queer. I would be like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't like the show, but, like, it's honestly kind of good to have representation of that's, like, lackluster. Like, you know, not everything made by gay people has to hit it out of the park. Yeah. Um, not every creator is good, and not every queer <laughs> creator is good. Um, but that being said, the whole point of this show was their identities, so the show hinged on the representation, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's where it fell apart because it was. I don't think it could be considered broadly representative. And I think I I wrote this down and I said this earlier, where it's dumb late night cartoon humor and it's unfair to judge it academically. And I think I am changing my stance on that because y'all are. Let's go. <laughs> you convinced me. Y'all, you guys are really right. The Aww. the representation does matter when it's this bad like like you said if it was just like a crappy show just like crappy writing but like everything else was fine it'd be one thing it'd just be a crappy show but it's a crappy show that's like so borderline like awful offensive offensive thank you yeah so borderline offensive that it's not just late night cartoon humor it's something more malicious yeah and like i yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we we came to a consensus. Nice. I'm still gonna rewatch it because I still think you know it's kind of funny. That's fair. You know, it's your prerogative. There are yeah. parts of it that are really funny, and I want to see more stat. I would take a season two that's just stat, stat. fan cam. If anyone's watching, stat fan. Yeah, cam. stat fan cam, please. Stat fan cam, please. <laughs> I'm waiting for the TikTok accounts. So <laughs> stat fan cams. Like, I'll be scrolling through those. If you're on Twitter, find me. I'll look at them. Mm-hmm. But like, I yeah the representation bothers me a lot the writing bothered me a lot because it was bad but you know there are bad late night cartoons and then there are ones that i think do more harm than good or do more harm than the small amount of humor is worth Mm -hmm. um you have to really weigh your cost and balances here and i think there was too much cost and not a lot of payoff um i think like a lot of comedians will say that like part of good humor is offending people which is kind of wacky not a great thing to think about your humor in that way but i feel like i feel like that's how the writers felt about this yeah and in some cases like again i think you have a very slim area that you're allowed to make fun of people in and that's people within your own community and identity Mm -hmm. and even that is yeah and that's punching up and like you can't punch down and if we're looking at the hierarchical ladder of Mm -hmm. of gays like cis white gay men are kind of at the top top. like of of the oppression ladder like 
There are definitely people, still oppressed. But there are like, people it's in Congress little... who are straight white gay men. Pete yeah. Buttigieg is a straight. <laughs> And he is almost the president of transportation. Almost president Pete Buttigieg. Fantastic for him. Yeah, and that's it's him. a win for the community as a whole. But you still, you can't punch down. And no. when you're punching down at, like, lesbians, people of color lesbians, yes. that's literally punching down. Because yep. there are few people who are more oppressed than, like, queer people of color. Yes. So I think you have to be a little bit more conscientious with that. Yes, um, absolutely. Anyone got any last thoughts, parting one-liners that they want to share? I think I'm all one-linered out. <laughs> yeah. This show's chock full of them. It really is. Some I feel of like them no, are funny. Some of them are funny, but I feel like there's also, like, no dialogue. They're just, like, one-lining There's just one-lining. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, I did feel like that, so. too. Yeah, um, if you are listening, if you've listened to this whole podcast and you still aren't sure whether or not you want to watch Q-Force... I don't know what to um, tell you. You probably no. should have formed an opinion by now, but if you're still in here, just go watch it. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll yourself. be able to tell after the first episode. After the first couple, whether or not you'll, you'll, like it. you'll have a good idea of your thoughts. I knew that I liked it by episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you like it, try not to think too deeply about it and just enjoy it for a little bit with the small amount of serotonin that you get every right. day. But if you are a uh, white cis um, man. You're going to love it. Yes, maybe. Maybe. I think it's so and, funny. And you need to not you you, you can may, maybe think a little bit about the way they're portraying people who aren't white cis men. Think um, a little bit about someone who other than yourself for once. For once, please. So, don't think too hard about it, but also like don't let it become internalized. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean like uh, I'm always walking that thin line between thinking too much about media and then not not thinking enough of mm-hmm, it because with mm-hmm. some things what it comes down to for me in any media and its representation of either queer people or non-male people, mm-hmm. um, including anything from like sexualization to just respect for them in the show, mm-hmm. like especially since I watch a lot of anime, that's a line that you always have to walk. And honestly, a lot of shows you're going to have to settle. So I think it's just important to know what you're willing to settle for and what you're not. Because there are some lines that like, you know, if you're like, this show just literally does not have enough women in it for me, then like, good for you don't watch it you know like mm-hmm. i i think just set those boundaries for yourself especially with q force <laughs> and if you are settling like make sure you know that you are settling and yeah. like recognize that and recognize yeah. that your media consumption doesn't have to revolve around your identity because it yeah. obviously doesn't like, right, you, like can, Emma, you can Emma watch this it. because it's stupid and you like the one-liners but you should stay cognizant stay that, woke yeah like probably don't claim it's good representation yeah but like absolutely don't do that yeah but like you know i didn't think it was funny but people have different senses of humor than me so i'm not gonna think you're stupid if you like it i'm just exactly. i will think you're stupid if you're like this is the best queer media to ever hit the market then i'll yeah, be like this well, is well, i got some words for you, you. <laughs> yeah yeah i am a fan of adult cartoons and cool. i'm a fan of um child to teen cartoons. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a She-Ra and Voltron bitch. Like not a well not really Voltron, but like you originally. Take that back. Yeah. No, never mind. Yeah, if you listen to this and you're like, wow, I wish that I could hear about queer children's cartoons, mm-hmm. go back to our last episode where we talked about amazing, well, mostly really great, yeah, queer representation in gay cartoons. So that was the gay cartoon episode and this was the spinoff based off of our watching of Q-Force. What are, what yes. are we going to call this episode, guys? Q-force. Get Q-fucked. Um. <laughs> Can we? No, we can't. I'm going to make the thing like, we watched Q-Force so you don't have to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, but or yeah. you can if you want, but you don't have to now. Don't, have to. <laughs> don't feel obligated we just because you're to. gay to watch this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to. you to feel the obligation because it's probably not worth it. There's I watched this show to get paid. Just go rewatch <laughs> Cora. Cora, Shira, Shira, definitely Ooh, Owl House. Owl if House. you haven't seen it yet, or if you like me, go catch up or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, get something, Becca, get go s- catch up. Put something good in your system. But yeah, um, yeah. I hope everyone has a great rest of their day or night after listening to this. Have a great time, Qualies. Yeah, I Thank feel like you we so haven't much. focused on our Qualies enough. Yeah, we really I'm sorry. Haven't. We always forget to mention you until the very end. I hope end. you guys are doing well. Yeah, I hope all the Qualies are in there. Are quilling, quilling it. <laughs> <laughs> A little Q joke for you Q forces out there. Okay, and that's a wrap. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time. And you heard it clear first. Yeah. Yeah.